0: Whole nine yards I'm Keaton Smith here today with Gabe Travis and Dominic Carrera and we actually just had a uh, recent signing to report a few seconds before we kicked this show off Frank Clark signed a one-year deal with the Seahawks the former Seahawk is back with the team and, uh, and a lot of people thought he was gonna go to Kansas City just on a reunion um, me included to be honest but he's now a Seahawk but uh, yeah we're gonna get a little bit more into the NFL today we uh, have a couple games we have a um, our predictions and uh probably gonna be a more short episode but yeah we'll start things first with our this or that of the day and i completely forgot to get my notebook out for this but it is uh isaiah pacheco uh chiefs running back uh, second year guy he's looked pretty good this year so we're gonna do a this or that for him and i remember a couple of guys before i get my notebook out so who would you guys rather have right now between isaiah pacheco or kenneth walker
1: I'm actually a fantasy manager of both these running backs, so this is a little tough decision. But Yeah, it's like you're choosing
0: between two children. (laughs) Um,
1: This is tough. I think I am going to go Kenneth Walker, though. Yeah, for sure. I'll go Kenneth Walker. I think Pop's a
2: little young.
0: Yeah, Uh, Kenneth Walker has looked a a little bit better in his first couple years, but uh, both of them still really good young running backs. Would you guys rather have uh, Isaiah Pacheco or DeAndre Swift of the Philadelphia Eagles? Oh. DeAndre Swift.
2: I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna take Isaiah Pacheco, mm-hmm. like- just for the fact that like we saw what Swift did with the Lions' O line, and then he goes to the Eagles' O line, and oh my God, his career. Yeah. He, mind you, he does look like a better runner this year. He does. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I think. Um. I don't know. I like. I like Isaiah Pacheco.
1: I'll yeah. go Swift, but I think you can make a valid case for either.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, both really playing behind good <clears> O lines, but I think uh, the Eagles definitely have a better run blocking offensive line anyway anyway we'll go isaiah pacheco or damian pierce of the houston texans i thought damian pierce was gonna be like break out this pacheco year. yeah i was gonna say i, I i'll easily take pacheco I, i'll
2: take pacheco too
0: yeah uh not much. I've, I haven't seen too much out of Damian Pierce this year, which is really surprising. I thought he was going to be a for-sure breakout candidate.
2: Their O-line o isn't great.
0: Yeah, that's that's true also. Uh, next up we'll go Isaiah Pacheco or Ramondre Stevenson of the New England Patriots. Mm. Again, See, not playing with a great O-line. Okay.
1: Yeah, so Stevenson obviously is on the Patriots. doesn't mm-hmm. have a great O-line. I, I do think he's actually kind of underrated, to be honest. But really? Really? I, I do think so I don't think he gets the appreciation he deserves um
2: yeah I, i'm still I mean, I'm still gonna leave Pacheco though yeah okay. I'm gonna take Pacheco just for the fact that uh the yards per carry of Pacheco it's like any time that uh pop gets the ball he's it that's why they call him pop because he's good for about four or five yards of pop right, and I don't know, I rarely see him get. He normally breaks the first tackler. If he does, he's running for an extra three or four, and I don't know. I also think that uh, Pop has that extra game-breaking kind of Mm -hmm. thing that I don't know if Armadier really has. Yeah, yeah, that second
0: gear that he runs with. I agree. Uh, This is a guy I'm pretty high on, ETN or Isaiah Pacheco. Travis ETN. ETN is a dog. I was going to say, ETN looks – I just love the way – He's
2: playing like a top ten back.
0: Yeah, he's really explosive He seems to always make a play every time he gets the ball in his hands uh, good weapon for Trevor Lawrence I'm going etn there as well
2: that draft pick is also just so crazy because like it yeah. was it was ridiculed because they had James Robinson and now James Robinson is like a fringe practice squad guy yeah. I don't know I, I he just so he just got signed to a team and like all, well, he, all, went, he went to the Jets after right yeah he went to the jets yeah
0: because he got traded from the jacks to mm-hmm. the Jets last year and, and then, like I think during the Jets spring.
1: cut him. Probably, I, I believe in I that. I would assume. I'm that looking like it up Patriots. right now. He
2: is actually on the New England Patriots. Really? Yeah, I a 1,000-yard rusher. Or yeah, he was. He was on the Jets. That's crazy. I didn't even know he was on the yeah, Jets. Yeah, the no. year
0: when they were getting the number one pick, that would be uh, Trayvon Walker. He still had a thousand yards on a team that, like, had nothing. And That's then... crazy.
2: It's crazy. The running back market is... Well, it's also you know, just wild. interesting when you talk about the running back market, like, guys like that, like, Philip Lindsay was an undrafted star, yeah. and it was, like, and then he has a down year, and then he's completely out of the... Exactly. Completely. It's,
0: like, all these random guys, will they'll get, like, these random bursts for, like, a year, and then you'll never hear about them again, which, I mean...
2: Yeah. Well, he's running
1: back three on that Patriots roster because Zeke is running back, too.
0: And he's probably on the practice squad. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, we'll keep moving on here, though. We have Isaiah Pacheco or Brian Robinson of the Washington Commanders.
2: So this is the one that I saw when I suggested to you. Like everyone's like, I don't know, man. This is so yeah. hard. Um, give me Brian Robinson.
1: I will also take Brian Robinson. Again, I think it's close. Fantasy owner Brian Robinson too. Dude, so
0: I think it's close. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of these, <clears throat> you know, second and third year running backs that are kind of all in the same tier, and it's yeah. kind of hard to rank them. But so this is just based on preference more. More so than anything. But I would say, I think I, uh, Pacheco. I, I I don't know. I think I like his acceleration a tad bit better than Robinson's. Yeah. But Robinson's still having a good year in his second year. And they're starting to throw the ball
2: to uh, Pacheco a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like, that is, wasn't really the focal point. They would either throw it to McKinnon or, God right. God forbid, <laughs> Clyde gets a touch. Or it would be good. But, um, yeah, Pacheco's been actually getting the ball out of the backfield on, like, swing passes and stuff like that. He's looked really good with them. But I'm still going to take Brian Robinson.
0: Mm-hmm. And then lastly, we'll go to uh, Isaiah Pacheco or Alvin Kamara in the year 2023. He's still relevant. He's Kamara, Alvin Kamara. He has, yeah, I mean. Alvin Kamara. These last couple of weeks, he's. Uh, he's looked really good. Yeah, he's not looked too bad.
2: So he's not looked too bad, but as well, the Saints offense, like just can't really strike the ball downfield because Derek Carr and Kamara. Derek Carr. Well, I mean, it's true. I, I would yeah, say, yeah. But yeah, Kamara's been like that the focal point of the offense But, like, if you gave Pacheco his touches... Who I think would be better, maybe Pacheco, but I'll go Kamara. Yeah. But like, the, like he had like 12 receptions the other day. Yeah. And I'm like, the, that's insane. Pacheco's never even sniffed that. He's not a like a strictly pass-catching running back. I think he could right. be I
1: great. Kamara's been in the league longer than you think, I think yeah. than most people think, and he is still like really good. Who was
0: he I drafted? sixteen? Six
2: years. He was drafted in 17. 16, 17?
0: Yeah, he, he was, was
2: 16, drafted yeah. with that crazy that class, crazy like Marshawn Lattimore oh, wow. and all those guys.
0: Yeah, There was that's a crazy Saints class looking back. Um, Third round pick, I think. But, uh, yeah, Kamara. And then lastly, we'll go to Isaiah Pacheco, or a guy that's kind of been battling injuries these last couple years, Aaron Jones. Pacheco. Really? Yeah. Pacheco. i, I go
1: Pacheco. I think Aaron Jones is kind of I think He's washed. It's scary,
2: especially after the injuries completely. That entire uh, Saints – or not Saints. Packers running back room is – not it. Like yeah. A.J. Dillon and him are just not I was going to say
0: they both seem like they've almost taken a step back in terms of just speed and acceleration. They looked a lot faster a couple years ago. So yeah, I think Pacheco. I, too, will take Pacheco. But, yeah, mm-hmm. that'll wrap up or this or that. And we can get into predicting some games – or not pred- predicting games, recapping games. Not a great week for all of us predicting games-wise. No. I, myself, went six and seven. There were 13 games. So that brings me up to – 67 and 39 i'm 67 and 39 so um, that I went, is mine i just did that math right now i went four
1: <laughs> and nine so that means i dropped from 54 and 39 to 58 and
0: 48 wow
2: 10? 58 and 48 yeah jesus yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry uh it was a bad week. So I actually I think I was the only one that had a positive record this week. I, I went I went 7 and 6, which isn't crazy, but it moves my record to uh, 64 and 42.
0: 64 and 42. Not too shabby. I mean, these these games last week, they were really tough yeah, looking like, back. A lot of toss-ups like Raiders Bears, two bad mm-hmm. teams, like 50-50 shot. Commanders Giants, that's a divisional yeah. game, 50-50 shot. But there were games also that Bills pads? We just straight up got wrong in the Bills pats Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can recap. We yeah, can yeah. Talk, let's let's do that one. Bills okay. patriots You want to start with Bills pads? You want you want to start with the headliner? <laughs> yeah, we we can start with Bills pads. I think there's another headliner too. Oh well, yeah, there's oh, a bunch. There's there's a there's a bunch pats. of good games. Okay, Bills, 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 we'll start with Bills pats first. Yeah, so I guess I guess just give me your your thoughts on that on that, that one, Gabe. What
1: is wrong with that defense? I don't get it. Who's defense? The defense. The Bills defense. Like yeah. Injur- like I get, they have a ton of injuries, but sometimes I feel like they just crumble. Like they look
2: really good sometimes, and other times they just look l- crumble. I still think, and so uh, mm-hmm. great point brought up by Nick Wright, who I love. He was talking about th- I think the worst play in that game was not the game touchdown to Gesicki whatever i think it was the very first interception by Josh Allen cuz it's the same thing in an upset game in college is mm-hmm. the worst thing that you can do is give them hope you go down there you get a touchdown even if you get 3 you get on the board and stuff like that and you get it to yeah. a 7-10 point lead there's no hope you can't let Mac Jones come back on you but Pats one up 10 nothing mm-hmm. and of course the Bills battle back because they have Josh Allen who might do some ignorant things but he's a great talent I don't know, man. I think that Josh Allen continues to play to the level of the quarterback that he's playing against. Mind you, played great in the second half, threw three t three touchdowns, one interception, led a game tying or a game leading drive before Mac Jones played it. Yeah, I mean
0: looking but, looking at it, he still did put them in a position to win, but it should not have been even that close at all. When yeah. Playing the one in five Patriots. You should have been at a point where you were Supposed to win the game five minutes ago.
2: It's the story of the first half of Josh Allen exactly. versus the second half of Josh Allen. And that him coming out slow is leading to teams. The Bills are 4-3. and three.
0: I was going to say, I also feel like when I watch Josh Allen, it's always like one half is him just like almost messing around. Chucking and the, the second half is him to like trying to make up for those mistakes that he made in the first half and try and come back. I mean, that's kind of what it felt like, at least this game anyway. So, yeah, Patriots get a big win. They move to 2-5. and five. Bills fall to 4-3. and three. Yeah, you also think the narrative of this game
2: going is, like, should Belichick be fired and relieved? I would give a big shout-out to—
0: Well, they extended him.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, before the game. But, like, the media, yeah. all the media conversations were, is it, is it over, whatever. Yeah. Shout-out to Mac McCorkle-Jones. He played a phenomenal—he he did. did exactly what he had to do. He, he made—he was a check-down artist, and that's all he's going to be. I, for some reason, remember this stat line.
0: It, 25 of 30, 272, two touchdowns for Mac in that one.
2: Yeah, we were, it was crazy. We were watching it live, and mm-hmm. we were like, no way they complete this drive. And all he was doing was throwing those underneath routes. He, I, he, I think he made one pass over 20 yards the entire game. That was even attempted, and it was completed. Well,
0: I was going to say, I just remember thinking when the Bills had gone up there at the end of that game, the game was over. I had no trust in Mac Jones to go down there and put up any points. I believe they were down three, so they would have even tied it with a field goal. I hope that's right, but uh, either either way, I didn't trust him to go get out and get a field goal uh, to tie it at that point. But Yeah, know, it
2: was a field goal because they won by a four. Yeah, so, so three.
0: Uh, I, I really didn't trust him looking back, but he, he proved me wrong. They got the win, and that was really the first positive thing to happen for the Patriots this year, and the Bills kind of continued to be inconsistent this year, and they, they dropped a four and three in a, in a conference where the Chiefs are moving to six and one now, and there's a couple other 5 one teams, so... Uh, not great for the Bills to lose that one. Yeah. But we can move on to a couple other games here. I know there were some big headliners. We'll probably save those for the end. Are there other, can other games you want to talk about?
1: Uh, the Rams-Steelers, the end of that game? Did you see that? Went So Kenny Pickett, they uh, went for a QB sneak on fourth and one, and he was clearly ruled short, and they said that he got the first down. Were you watching that game?
2: Uh, I so that I game. wasn't talking about that. I was going to talk about the end of the Browns-Colts game, which was atrocious. Okay. But I So I didn't see that game. Okay. But you can yeah, talk about that.
1: Ahead. I mean – it was Steelers were it was fourth and one they need mm-hmm. that first down to seal the game if not they're going to punt it then Matt Stafford could go down with cup and puka and score yeah. whatever so Steelers had it fourth and one I be, my gut tells me they were let's say around the 50 mm-hmm. so they went for it and tried to do a QB sneak and he was so clearly short like mm-hmm. he it was a bad sneak and I don't know you I don't can just tell he didn't get him. there he, yeah. he was so short you could see it from the TV and you see the ref go up, like, walking on uh, the first down line and just giving him so much more leeway, and that's the reason they lost. And its I just was wondering if you saw that because I thought that was an awful spot.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's unfortunate for... Uh... Oh, my
1: goodness. Did you just look it up? Yeah,
0: that's
2: atrocious.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, I had not seen it, but Dom live reacting, that's probably a... yeah
2: look at that. Show that. Let he me, is like let me see, let me see this. He is like a good like 5 6 inches short of the yeah. first down. Oh yes he is. The ball yeah. is
0: clearly not <laughs> yeah. short.
2: Well, yeah, okay, mind you the spot. sticks on TV aren't, aren't always yeah, aren't exactly. always a thing, but they have that cam you can and, really and you tell. can is was he short after they moved like the pylon pylon cam, but like this the chain gang cam. Yeah, that's yeah. awful.
0: That that's a terrible spot. So I I guess looking back the Rams kind of got cheated out of one there and I think did you guys pick the Rams I to win?
2: I didn't pick the Rams. Uh, the Rams were playing. So I, so I picked the Rams. I so did.
0: we would have all gotten another win yeah. had they spotted that correctly.
2: Yeah, they cheated us. I they, yeah, mean, that's they what. who they, us. they, that's they cheated. really. That's, that's yeah. what they really cheated. <laughs> that's fine. Um, but yeah, Browns Colts Dom. Yeah, I to don't. Uh, refs just under a lot of scrutiny this year. I mean, it's mainly over the Chiefs, but also like the. We'll get into the Eagles game because that was kind of the marquee game of the week. But like the Eagles only had one penalty the whole game. The whole yeah. game. Um, there was also everywhere. There's always rest, but Browns Colts, uh, there was, oh, I'm trying to think of the, the penalty that wasn't called
0: in that, in that game.
2: So there wasn't a legal contact on the final fumble. Yes. Um. That. Oh no no no. There was a play where a dude was clearly short of a first down on a QB sneak, and they gave it to him. An- another. Another. Spot. Yeah yeah Another play. It's just all over the league with how much QB sneaking
0: is happening this year. It's just. I was gonna say there are a lot more quarterback sneaks than really what I've seen in a long time, and it makes for some tricky spots. So you're probably gonna get to see a few more of these before the season's all done.
2: Yeah. Just. Um. Uh, uh, talk about the Chiefs Chargers game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, Gabe, did you see the game mm-hmm. or watch yeah. it? Well, what did, What do did you think
0: is where Chiefs fans were kind of? Yeah, as a non-Chiefs fan, tell, um, what do you think? Honest opinions. I know,
1: I know Keaton has the, the her bust joke. I,
0: <laughs> I don't have it's... a
1: joke. I mean, you can argue Herbert's not clutch, sure. I mean, Chiefs Chiefs look really good. I mean, that's all it is. Chiefs look, defense looks. That's all I wanted to hear. I arguably think defense looks better than it's had in the past four years.
2: Oh, yeah, this is the best. Oh, that's that's out. not even debatable. This yeah. is the best. This is the best Chiefs team that Mahomes has, and maybe will ever
1: play with. Which is crazy because of how like that wide receiver room is still weak. McCole Hardman does nothing. I Absolutely, one hundred percent. The wide the wide receiver. Um, I think the Chargers have issues they need to address because you have a talented quarterback in Herbert. You have a talented. Honestly, a really talented wide receiver room. I think if Mike Williams is healthy, which is pretty rare, but yeah, I mean you have Allen Williams and Quentin Johnson, who yeah. they don't use for God knows why. Yeah, um, the defense has problems. It's their uh, their issues. I think it comes a lot down to coaching the coaching staff
2: defense. over there. But okay, a hundred percent. But yeah. Herbert did not play a great game. He like went, he looked fine first half, the second half. It's yeah, just it was also great. the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs defense is. Undeniably a top five it's unit underrated. in the league. I think it's underrated
1: because when you think of elite defenses, you think Ravens. You, you, you think take Ravens, Niners, Eagles, Browns,
2: Niners. Well, yeah, Hardly I mean, like Dallas.
0: statistically, we talk. It's it's an easily top five. Yeah. yeah. Number
2: two in points per game behind the Ravens. I think we're number three in pressures. Like that, the D line yeah. of and we have Chris, an jo- star. Chris Jones, Amenihue, Hugh. Um, even like Malik Herring and Mike Dana are getting good play time and actually getting pressure. I don't know. Chiefs yeah. defense looked great, and I think the kind of headline is that first half was I thought it was going to be a shootout. I mean, it was mm-hmm. what was it, 24 to 17 going into half?
0: Something like that. I yeah. think
2: 17. Was Wasn't it
1: 2017?
2: I don't know. It might have been. It might, have been, like it like might have been 2017. Well, because we won by 11, or If it was 20 to 17, we would have had to score 11, which you didn't. So I think it was 24 to 17 okay. going in, or 1717 regardless. Then that second half, it was that low scoring, and it relied on the defense. And another game, another game sealing interception for Herbert, and it's just another. I don't say I hate pushing the narrative of hate on Herbert, and yeah, that he cause I, that he's not clutch. And I think he's a great dude and a yeah. great quarterback. But it's another thing of one score game and close games. The Chargers just can't find a way to get it done. But regardless of that, undeniable headline is uh, the Chiefs' offense is something that regardless you don't have to worry about. Yeah. 400 and what was it? 320 something yards. 321 in the first half
0: mm-hmm. for them.
2: They scored 4 440 in like the entire game Mahomes threw 3 touchdowns. He had a bad pick, but it was an arm punt.
0: Four touchdowns. Four yeah.
2: touchdowns. Yeah, like it's Yeah. This Chiefs team, you give Mahomes an actual on day and he wasn't he's playing like his old stuff with that defense. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's beating the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, Uh-oh. looking looking at it, it's uh, Chiefs are top five in every every category so far this year in offense, defense, and special teams. First time since what the '99 Rams is that what they tweeted? Yeah, yeah. So uh,
2: there was a stat that it was like every t- it was like the '99 Rams, the '84 Redskins, um, and a bunch of other teams, and it was, it was like seven teams, and six of those seven teams won the Super Bowl. The only team that didn't win the Super Bowl was the '84 Redskins, yeah. and that's. Insane.
0: Yeah, the seven times in NFL history that teams had been top five in those those three categories through week seven. Yeah. So yeah, Chiefs looking really good through seven weeks, but we still have a couple more games to cover that were uh pretty weird. And how about how about Lamar? I was gonna say the Lions, yeah. How about yeah. Lamar? Yeah, so looking before last week started, we looked at the Ravens Lions matchup and we looked at a five and one team and we looked at the Ravens uh Lamar Jackson led team. And we thought this is going to be a really good game. Like I'm pretty sure our picks were were split two and two. Each who did way. Who did you
2: take? Because I know I took the Lions. I took I, the Lions too. Okay,
0: so it wasn't because I also took the Lions. I
2: think he. I think Draven took the Ravens though.
0: That okay, yeah, and I mean I had I was on the fence. I was too. But because uh, I thought it was two good teams. Lions they looked awful. They got they literally got ran by the Ravens. Lamar had one of his his best game of the season. They lost by by like thirty two. Thirty
2: two. Final score was a thirty eight to six. But this is also just a game that kind of comes out of nowhere. Like, you look at the offensive stats for the Ravens on the year. 25-27. You put up 19 against the Colts. You put up 28 against the Ravens. Or, 28 against the Browns. And then you only put up 10 against the Steelers. I thought for sure, Mm -hmm. oh, like, they're not going to do anything. You lost to the dang Steelers. And then you go put up 38 points. That's great. Lamar – I would say MVP race. Right? We can talk yeah. about it later, but MVPs right now, MVP race. He's getting up there. I would say two is up there. Yeah. I would say that Mahomes is up there and I would say Tyree Lamar. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hills up there and I'd probably yeah, say sure. and Lamar. And I Lamar. think those are the four. I think those are the four that you throw up there. But Yeah. Jeez, the Ravens just like yeah, swarmed golf. They couldn't get anything. They also didn't run the ball because they got down so quick. They got down twenty-one to nothing in the first quarter. They just I was gonna didn't say, run the ball whatsoever. You
0: can't really run the ball when you're down twenty-one points in the blink of an eye. You got to try and come back, and they just couldn't quite claw their way back after a thirty-two point loss the Lions took. But we'll move on, I think, to the the big games, and that was the Eagles in Miami on Sunday night. That was uh, 31-17. Philly got the win. I believe that was the score. of Miami. <clears throat> Uh, couldn't quite put up the uh, put up the numbers like uh, Dom said they would, or not Dom said they would. Like uh, uh, you, you were right in your prediction. To, so. Told you.
2: That, no, that, that's he exactly what I said them, it was, yeah. and I was, I was saying, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't like to, like, be 100% arrogant on a pick because I think sports, everyone can predict everything, their stats, everything. But I got so much ridicule from friends and everything. Like, I I know, but, like, Tyler was telling me that, like, oh, that's such a stupid pick. Like, Mm -hmm. the Dolphins are going to dog walk them, doesn't matter. And I told you the defenses that they played. Dolphins in this game put up 10 Points. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. They seven, put up 10 points on offense something. because when they play teams with a real defense, it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter that Hurts didn't play a great game. Is Hurts playing like a crazy quarterback that's going to lead a team, like yeah. carry a team to a Super Bowl right now? No, but that team is so talented. I was going to say, he doesn't need to be. And that defense is so good. Yeah, I don't know. I would say that the Dolphins right now, I know it's – I think they're on fraud watch. Okay. You put up 10 – you put up 10 watch. points – You've played two elite teams with two elite defenses, and yeah. respectively, you've put up 20 points in a game you lost by 28, and you put up 10 points in a game that you lost by 14. Offensively. Offensively, yeah, yeah but that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, As you, talk yeah. about you put up 70. I mean, it's supposed to be the
0: strong point Exactly, of that's the strong
2: exactly. point of the team. You put up 70 against the Broncos, and everyone thinks Mike McDaniel is the second coming of Jesus Christ. Exactly. And it's not It's not fair. They haven't won anything yet. I
0: saw him in top five head coach like already. They had him in top five. And I mean... Do you can you give want. him coach of the year. You can give him those sure. accolades. Sure, but whatever. I think there's five coaches better in the NFL, and I think we got a little. Uh, we we jumped the gun a little. But I little
2: think, now. luckily, and the thing that we're seeing with like the Lions as well. But like everyone takes a bad loss like that oh, sometimes. Yeah. Sure. But the Dolphins have only played mediocre teams. They don't have. I would say the NFL as a whole, there's no really marquee wins Mm -hmm. this year for teams other than the Eagles beating the Dolphins and the Ravens beating the Lions, and they both come in this week. I don't think the Dolphins are all that. I know we were talking about them, but if this, like my prediction about them winning, I said that they would win by two scores, and the offense only put up ten points. Tua threw an awful interception at the end of double coverage to Tyreek Hill, just trying to make something happen. I don't know. I I want Tua to succeed in this league. I think that... Uh, Tua is playing great football this year, but if they don't start producing against good teams, then the Dolphins are going to be nothing more than oh, you remember that time they put up 70 points and then they didn't do anything for the rest of the year.
0: Yeah, Dolphins coming uh, into week eight at five and two, their two losses coming to the Buffalo Bills and the Philadelphia Eagles, which I'm pretty sure are easily the hardest teams that they've had to play so far on their schedule. So not a good look for them. Um, Losing that game, but you know, still a long season. They're only five and two. And then lastly, the Monday night football game that was the Forty ers and the Vikings. That one being played in Minnesota. The Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson-less Vikings found a way to beat that uh, the Justice League of the Forty ers in that defense. Kirk Cousins outplayed Brock Purdy. Purdy didn't have a great game at all. He threw a few interceptions. Uh, game losing interception, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, the game losing interception bro- uh, thrown by Brock Purdy and. Uh, it's not going to help his top 10 case that I've been hearing so much about so two, far. This two picks year. and a
2: fumble. And what this is, this was the two takes that I've been, uh, like kind of really hammering home is that Brock Purdy is a glorified Mac Jones. He's in an insane system. And I think he's perfect for it. He's I just, I think we knew that. Like, I, but, I, but no, but the thing is, is we did yeah. as a collective on the pod, but everyone else in media is saying, oh, Brock Purdy should be in the MVP case. What more can you ask of him? And it's, It's here. It's in big games when you need a quarterback to come back. Listen, Brock Purdy, I don't know if I would want any other quarterback in the NFL with this roster with a lead. Brock Purdy plays phenomenal when they have the lead because he he doesn't have to make hard throws. Mm -hmm. All of his throws are wide open or they're out routes. Or or he hands the ball off to the best offensive player in the game right now, probably not named Tyree Kill. But when you get down and you need a clutch drive, Brock Purdy isn't it. And he's not going to be it for the Niners, and that's the problem. Brock yeah. Purdy was—you miss what? You miss one of your All Pros, and he has two awful games in a row. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter, Brock Purdy. I don't know. I think he's still the guy because he's on a rookie contract. Yeah, I but this mean, is two straight games where he's done this. They've lost—they've lost two games against P.J. Walker and Kirk Cousins. It's—I
0: don't know. It's yeah. embarrassing. So when you when you have that big of that good of a team, and you kind of get deep into the playoffs, you're going to start playing these these better and better defenses and it's not going to get any easier and if you really want to to be the team that the, the Niners want to be and win that championship. But you're going to have to win some uh, tough, close, ugly games. And I think uh, – I don't know. If Brock Purdy can get it done, then he can. But uh, we're going to have another. We're gonna see here in a few weeks if uh, he's really the guy for that team. Yeah, I, was, I think that's uh, – <laughs> is that most of the games that we wanted to cover?
2: Yeah, I'll talk about one quick thing. But do you know mm-hmm. what the, the Cousins curse is, Gabe? I was talking to Keaton about this. The primetime curse? Uh, no, no, no. no, no, no. Just There's another a, one. There is know. another one. So uh-huh. no team has ever lost to Kirk Cousins in the regular season. And gone on to the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, no team ever.
2: No team. No team ever. Okay. Also, just going off on another tangent. Kirk Cousins deserves to be in the MVP conversation. He's so underrated. Yeah, I, I mean, don't care that they've won four games or they've won two games. They're two fault. and four. Not his fault. Yeah, anyone's fault. Also, shout out Jordan Addison as well.
0: Yeah, uh, second
2: him. in the NFL in touchdowns behind Tyreek Hill. Sixth, six. Mm-hmm. They have seven. Uh, I would just wanted to touch on. We didn't t- how about Tyson Badgett? Winning a game. I got ridicule from Matt Tritton, who came in here and tried to tell me that, oh, they're starting a D2 quarterback who lost the Colorado School of Mines. The Raiders are going to walk all over the Bears and the he looked solid and he looked he played he was a game manager, mind you uh their Deonta was it Deonta Foreman? Yeah, it was Deontay Foreman. Yeah, the dude yeah, he the dude that was on the Panthers before and he's he's yeah. now on the Bears. Yeah, walked on I me mean, at three touchdowns.
0: But still, as a D2 quarterback coming in, he invited like 75 people yeah, there to was the game. 70 people in the stands for Tyson Badgett. Ended up getting the win over who was the opposing quarterback? Brian Horger. Uh, he was
2: uh, uh, Brian Horrier and then yeah. I think Aiden O'Connell back, played right? a couple snaps or something. I have, I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I just saw I saw the end of it as well. Um, also as
0: well Bucks lose a close one. They lose by three. Mm. Desmond Ritter almost fumbled the game away. Yeah, I mean that one was kind of looked at as of right now, like for the division lead and Falcons ended up getting a win. Let's go. Finally I picked the Falcons and they Finally
2: win. you pick the Falcons to win and they win. Um, I mean Cardinals lose by ten to the Seahawks. Eh, it's kind of a boring game.
0: Yeah, nothing, kind of nothing crazy. But game.
2: Broncos, Broncos get it done against the Packers, and I think we're witnessing for the first time since pre-Farve that the Packers do not have a good quarterback, and that's yep. uh, it's insane. Jordan Love looks like a check on us, but yeah, great, great week for football. I was talking about mm-hmm. it at the at the noon slate with Keaton because we always yeah, have like all the games going on, and uh, like it was just. Every game was close. Every, I mean, the first yep. game was fourteen point game, one or one point game, four point game, seven point game. Like, it was, it was good. It was yep. a great week for football. It
0: was a great week for football. A lot of upsets, a lot of just close games, like Dom said, and a lot of a uh, couple blowouts, which is weird games. But uh, overall, crazy weekend for football, that's for sure. And we have a new week starting up next week, and we will uh, come back to you in just a couple minutes and predict those games. So don't you guys go anywhere. You're listening to the whole nine yards on KZLX. Hello and welcome back into the Whole 9 Yards. I'm Keaton Smith alongside Gabe Travis and Dominic Carrera. And we are uh, into our game-picking mode now. We have Week 8 starting tomorrow with the Buccaneers and Bills kicking things off on Thursday night. We have a whole slate of games we'll predict right here for Week 8, and then we'll get out of your hair. So let's start on that Thursday night game of the Buccaneers and Bills, that one being played in Buffalo. Buccaneers traveling up to there to uh, take them on. So who who do you guys got winning? So it's a kind of a weird Thursday night matchup. That is a weird. We game. gotta
2: make Draven tally his picks and okay, make his picks. I so will be-
0: make Draven send in the picks, and uh, we'll make sure that we have his record. Yeah, for the week, that fatty's not getting away with not having his picks. <laughs> 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 uh, just <laughs>
2: for my, for oh, the Bills, is. for the Bills' sake, I I'm gonna pick the Bills, and I hope, dear God, it's the Bills because if you start yeah. four and four. With Josh Allen at quarterback, that is
0: Yeah, it's about to, uh that that is an ugly look if you start four and four with what the, Josh the what Allen. did the
2: Chiefs start with Mahomes that one year? Were the they... wor-
0: the worst start the Chiefs have had with Mahomes is three and four. They finished this season twelve and five.
2: Okay, yeah. So, so it's
0: it's one of those things, but like four and four, I don't know, man. They've lost
2: us some some yes. not great team so i'm going to take the bills on that one just for the love of dear god but we could see a baker masterclass. class yeah one bills too
0: yeah both teams coming off of losses i think i'll ride with buffalo as well i think they just need it more than mm-hmm. the bucks so i'll say that and then next up kicking off our noon slate we have the battle of new york and that's the new york jets and the giants uh yes. Gi- i guess the Giants. <laughs> does this count as a home game for the giants I guess. Wait, don't um,
2: they share a stadium? Yeah, they're yeah, they're share life.
0: stadium. That's, that's why I'm like confused. Yeah. Well, no, it's a it's a
2: home game for the Giants. Yeah. Like on their schedule, it's a home game yeah. for yeah. the Giants, so it'll be like New York. But it's like a home game for both. I mean, yeah. I mean, technically, yeah. I um, mean, neither of them are actually in. It's not in New York. It's yeah. In yeah. Whatever, wherever it's at, I forget. Um, but, I'm gonna go Jets though. I.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, is Danny Dimes back? I don't
1: because know. if he's if he's I not actually back, then I might go Giants.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh yeah, so I saw a stat that uh Tyra Taylor is the first quarterback to win a game for the New York Jets. For, not first quarterback to win of uh, the first black quarterback to win a game for the New York Jets in 94 giants. years. Giants, simply. Yeah. 94, in 94 years. years. That's
0: crazy. Wow, I didn't 9 there was one 94 That's actually years ago. Crazy. That that is crazy. Uh yeah, this is a uh, not a great matchup. I'm going to rock with the Jets though. I think mm-hmm. I trust their defense a little bit more. And though we don't more even weapons. know we don't even know who's playing quarterback for the Giants either. Start so, Tyrod,
1: dude. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, you got to. I mean, for you they guys. might be
1: better off with Tyrod. That's what I mean. Start Tyrod, which is happens. a bad
0: look, considering how much money you just poured we, into we Danny. We all knew that was dumb. Uh, either way, yeah, Did we all go Jets there? I don't know. I'm still deciding. Oh, okay. I don't know, man. I just like.
2: Well, you you can make a little cat
1: Well, what are you on the fence because of Giants quarterback?
2: I'm just I'm on the fence just because of like, do I trust Zach Wilson? Oh. Okay. Like I don't know. And it's uh, this uh, yeah. this game I could see like either way like I this could see This might be like, the
0: worst quarterback matchup in recent history.
2: We we just saw Tyson Badgent versus okay, Brian true. Hoyer. So that is true. Absolutely not. We've seen way worse. Uh I'm going I am going to go Jets though. I like their weapons on the outside and I think that D-line like who is going to block Quinnin
0: Williams and Jermaine Johnson? No one. Absolutely not. That's what I'm saying. The pass rush might be a little bit too much Chiefs win. For that Giants <laughs> offensive line. Uh, we'll move on to Jags-Steelers.
2: Oh, this is yeah, a good game. This is, is a, one that we didn't...
0: I feel like any time... You, can, you that... can throw any team on there with the Steelers, and you're like, okay, that's a weird game.
1: Is uh, Where's that?
0: In Pittsburgh. It is at... What is that? Is that Heinz Stadium? Yeah, Heinz Field. Heinz Field.
2: Mm. Gorgeous stadium.
0: Uh, I'm going to go Jags on this one. I'm going to pick first. I'll go Jags. I trust them more. Kenny Pickett, super inconsistent. I know that defense is crazy for the Steelers, but at the end of the day, I'm going to take T-Law.
1: That's what Ooh, I'm thinking. That's tough. That's what I'm um, thinking. I, I agree. Rape. I think the Steelers have a little bit more weapons. Mm-hmm. Really? But I, th- I think... You it's... think
2: the Steelers have more well, weapons than the Calvin, Jags? Calvin
1: Ridley's not doing anything. Calvin
2: Ridley, Christian, Christian Kirk, Kirk, Kirk Evan Ingram, good. Travis Etienne. I'm, I like I, all those.
1: I, I think Steelers have sneaky weapons. I think George Pickens is better than Christian Kirk. Najee is garbage. Well, yeah, he sucks. Najee sucks. They're not going to... Um, they don't They don't run the ball. I'm, I'm going to go Jags, though, because yeah. I... I that brought up a good point. I do think if you just God, I didn't want to convince
2: you. I wanted you well, to pick something on your own. If you, you play the run game, you have ETN be Dimagi, a free spirit.
1: And I, I agree with Keaton. I trust Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, on easily. It, yeah, I'm gonna which take. Sucks because that was our breakout player. And the coach.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna take the team with the second longest win streak in the NFL. Um, yeah. I trust. I love. I trust Trevor Lawrence a lot more than I trust that. In mind, you that Steelers defense is uh, ruthless. But Trevor Lawrence seems to step up when it's big games, so I am gonna take uh, the Prince to step up and leave. That's that's his yeah, I'll
0: take the one without Matt Canada. That's, that's a great. Matt's you a know what? We didn't even need to say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll that's take the quote. one without Matt I Canada for sure. I about that. Okay. <laughs> Move on to uh, NFC East matchup: Eagles and Commanders. That one in Washington at noon. Eagles. Um, listen, I think they're just a plain better team. I think there's more talented all around the board. Uh, Commanders. I haven't looked as great as of the last couple weeks. I really thought they were going to actually be able to do something kind of in the NFC, and they really haven't made much noise. So I'm rocking with the Eagles. Obviously, it's Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni. Jalen Hurts is questionable, though. He is questionable. I think he'll play, though. But I think that he'll roster play. that roster is too good to let them down. <laughs> I think when he plays, he's a little questionable, bro. Eight picks
2: on the year, but I am going to go. The, I was going to go the Commanders. Do it. But I'm not going to because Sam Howell has been sacked 40 times this year. <laughs> yeah. It's the second most throughout seven games since a quarterback, since like 1968. And, like, you give a D-line, with they brought up on the broadcast, the Eagles D-line D room has seven first-round picks in it. Oh, my God. Seven. That is, that is insane. Everyone on their D line is a first round pick. It doesn't matter. So I'm gonna go. Like, who is blocking? If they give up 40 sacks to the bums that they were playing before this, how are you gonna go up against like Jalen Carter That's and a, yeah. Jordan Davis? So I'm I am gonna go the Eagles. But yeah, that insanely Who, we who knows? We D see it. Sam Howell masterclass. Whatever. But whatever.
0: <laughs> so uh, I'm a, I'm imagining you're gonna stick with the Eagles. Eagles, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Okay. Then we'll move on to the Rams Cowboys. That one in Dallas. Rams traveling from LA. Um, Ooh, this is tough. Yeah, As that's a Cowboys fan. A weird game.
1: I, I, my guts telling me Rams, but I want to pick a cow, Cowboys just because I'm a Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta have faith in the team. Um, de- I think our defense is better than the Rams. Yeah, I think the offenses could go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Just kind of depends on on the day. Yeah, yeah. If it comes down to quarterback play, though, <laughs> I mean, Dak's really statistically really good at home. Uh, but, I mean, do you trust Stafford yeah. more?
0: A middle-of-the-pack Rams defense. It's, uh, Listen, I like, I like the, the boys here. They're coming off a bye. They're at home. I trust their defense a little bit more. I know the Rams got a lot of weapons on offense with Puka, Cooper Cup, and Tutu Atwell, some of those guys. They, they've looked pretty good this year. But I'm going to rock with the Cowboys. I trust Dan Quinn to get one done, and hopefully we see something out of Dak.
1: I am also going Cowboys, but I am, will not be surprised if the Rams win. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm gonna rock with uh, the Cowboys just because I've been kind of I don't know I tr- I really trust that defense. Yeah. But as well, it's gonna be a big storyline with uh, how e- injured the Cowboy secondary is versus a man, kind of an elite passing attack. I mean, with Puka and Kyron Williams. Top ten, And yeah, yeah I mean, I would say Kyron Williams is out. Uh, is he is he completely out for yeah. this game? Okay, uh, but like even still, Puka yeah, and receiving Coop, weapons. Puka and Cooper Cup. Two traded. Uh, uh, Van Jefferson and yeah, two two. Van Jefferson got traded. Yep. I meant 2 2. I meant 2 2. That's what I meant. There's just so many, like those wide receiver threes just get cycled through yeah, all the time. But yeah, I am. Uh, I'm going to rock. I'm going to rock with the Cowboys. Like I said, Super Bowl pick. I got to stick true to it. I
0: love it. That's fair. Moving on to an NFC North matchup Vikings and Packers. Vikings coming off their biggest win of this season. Packers coming off their worst loss of the season to the Broncos. So, listen, uh, just from a pure momentum standpoint, I. I'm gonna go with the Vikings.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go Vikings with the Vikings. These are e- so I was so confused. because I was looking at I look at betting odds just for whatever. The odds for this game are even. This isn't like this really? is the first time I've ever seen this. There's no Where's betting that? favorite. Is it it is setup? in Green Bay. It's in Green So That bay.
0: means Vikings. If it was a neutral site, they'd be a by. It. It'd be a three point favorite for them.
2: I'm
1: gonna go Vikings. Uh, I think they com- Jordan Addison is gonna keep exploding, keep mm-hmm. going up. Uh, I think they realize how much potential they like i don't want to say potential without jj but realize still what they can do without jj yeah
0: i mean when kirk has looked this good through through 7 or 8 weeks or whatever it is you you can definitely feel like you can go still out and or go out and still try and win games without Justin Jefferson so yeah i i mean they're coming off a big win packers coming off a bad loss so i just like the momentum factor and kirk cousins has got the hot hand recently so give me the vikings yeah i'm going to take
2: the vikings as well just because uh, i think it'll be a shootout and i don't think i don't know i also trust I trust the Vikings' offense more than I trust the Packers' offense and I trust the Vikings' defense, the, the pass rush with Neil Hunter a mm-hmm. lot a lot more. I mean, and they've only scored in their last four games, 17 against that awful Broncos' defense, uh, 13 against the Raiders, 20 against the Lions, and uh, 18 against the Saints. Right. So I think, I don't know, I think they realize that Alexander Madison isn't it and Cam Akers is, and Jordan Addison has a big game.
0: Yeah. So that one, wrapping that one up, for the NFC North matchup. We'll move on to the Falcons and Titans. That one in Tennessee. Uh, I gotta rock with my boys. I gotta rock with the Falcons. Titans my have looked boys, like a man. bottom five team in the NFL recently. It's Ryan Tannehill. I know Desmond Ritter is the quarterback for the Falcons, but he's again I think surrounded by a, okay, a little bit better offense. I don't think
1: is starting this game. Tannehill is it's, not it's starting. Oh, it is Will right. Levis getting it's the Levis. start. Levis. Malik Willis is gonna get a couple of I was
0: gonna say tape, I heard Levis. that they were going to switch a little bit yeah, in between Levis. quarterbacks. So, uh, yeah, I forgot. It's Malik Willis and Will Levis getting the start against Desmond Ritter. So, we don't even know who the. the I guess it will be Will Levis starting, but we don't know how that game's kind of going to look scheme wise. So, uh, I'm going to rock with the Falcons.
1: I think this is kind of a toss up. Um, we haven't seen Will Levis play. So, I think. Yeah, um, I kind of agree with Dom on the whole Tannehill thing. I think Will Levis is going to be better than Tannehill, no debate. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you think he'll come in and play better this game?
1: the thing is I don't know about this game because he, play- he hasn't played yet that's why I'm picking fouls. but I think they're wearing their throwback jerseys their Oiler the jerseys. Oilers Oiler jerseys yeah I'm going with the Titans then <laughs> just strictly for the jerseys they're going to
0: lose in those jerseys <laughs> <laughs> Um,
1: I, I don't know I, I
2: can see the foul I think this is a toss up
1: game but mm-hmm. I, I want to see Will Levis play good So yeah, it, will, it will be benched. close
2: I think yeah, so what's been what's been my thing whole year the whole year what, is, what has it been
0: that you don't want Ryan Tannehill to win a game. Or you can't trust him to win a game. You know who
2: I do trust? I trust Will Levis more than I trust Ryan Tannehill. Okay. Give me the Titans in this game. Give me the Titans big. Bro's passionate. Give me the Titans big. No, I'm just happy. Passionate, I'm, he's I'm passionate so Ryan Tannehill happy. Tannehill I'm that. so happy. I hate Ryan Tannehill so much. He's so awful. He's the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. By a mile. Give me I'm it made me smile when I saw Will Levis was starting this game because I didn't know that Tannehill was <laughs> in made me
0: smile, made me happy.
2: Yeah, it made me happy. Quote flight made me happy, made me smile. I think uh, we're gonna see a big game out of D Hop. I think that uh, the Falcons' run defense also has been kind of uh, spotty this year, so I think uh, Derrick Henry plays a good yeah. game. And uh, give me, give me the Will Levis
0: masterclass. Titans yeah, master win big. Class. I like how that's that. Out of all the games we've seen so far, that's the one that you get the most passionate. I about. just like ha- no because Falcons I'm just players. I'm
2: I just get so irritated whenever I hear the words Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Right that it just team. made me makes me so happy that I don't have to watch him play football this week. Gimme give, give me the Titans. I'm so happy to see Will Levis play.
0: Okay. Well that being said, the AFC East matchup is next. We have a uh, Patriots Dolphins. Uh again, the Dolphins coming off the worst loss of the season and the Patriots coming off their biggest win of this season.
1: I'm still going dolphins. Yeah.
0: Um this one is in Miami. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that, I don't...
1: It's like what Tom said earlier. You know, you play a bad defense and the Dolphins offense explodes. Yeah. I think that's what it's going to come down to.
0: And I don't think – I don't trust Mac Jones to go out there and repeat that stat line, no. I think. No. So I'm going to rock with Miami. That was a fluke. Yeah,
2: I'm going to rock I'm gonna rock with Miami as well. Just one of those things. It's like the way that the Patriots are going to win is if Mac Jones takes 10 yards like, – Two steps and then gets it out of his hand immediately. Yeah. And the problem with the Dolphins is is you're not gonna win a you're not gonna win a track meet with them. That's exactly. the problem is because no nope, like pun not pun intended. I'm saying like you try to like outscore him, it's not gonna happen. So exactly. I'm gonna take the Dolphins.
0: And we'll move on to the Saints Colts, and I feel like we've seen this matchup like three times already. This I know year. I was, but um yeah, Saints Colts. That one is in Indianapolis. I just don't know how to feel about the Saints. I still I don't
1: either. Derek Carr is just. Yeah, that again,
0: that that your Ryan Tannehill is my Derek Carr. I'm never trusting Derek Carr to win a game. That's also an Olave fantasy
2: owner. Yeah, this is
0: coming from an Olave fantasy owner. Um, Derek
2: Carr and Ryan Tannehill are comparable, dude. Derek I understand Carr it's your okay. I'm like Derek Carr looks they're worse. They're
0: not, but I'm saying that's my most hated. Yeah, yeah, yeah no,
2: worse. for sure. No, then Ryan Tannehill. No, this no. year than last the, yeah. year. Yeah. Oh, okay, last, okay. Derek okay. Carr looks worse this year than okay, last year. Okay, I thought you were saying that Ryan no, no, Tannehill. No, no, no. I'm gonna Cor- get off Ryan Tannehill actually. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying I don't trust Derek Carr. He looks bad. There he are, does.
1: There will be. Did you see? There was a video that came out where. I think it was a lave running like a slant up the middle, and then Derek Carr just threw it to no one, like yeah. over in a pocket. Yeah, like, I've seen
2: it. Well, not you see the play where he th- runs a go and throws it 15 yards out of and, bounds, and, it been a
0: touchdown. and, he, and he, then he yells at him. Yeah, I think said, I'm, I'm scared sucks. that
2: he'll yell at me if we I'm talk going poorly Indiana about the playoffs because of this. I'm going Colts.
0: <clears throat> exactly, and they haven't even looked that bad the last couple of weeks.
1: Minshew mania, keep it going, going Colts.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, let's go Colts. Get the win.
2: I'm still gonna take the Saints. Yeah,
0: um, it's a Saint, So regardless. Saints
2: have kind of been my Vikings this year. Um, I still like that team is just so so talented. I mean, I look at like the on defense who they have, and especially like Tyron Matthews actually playing a really great year. And I just see like offensively, they have Kamara, they have Olave, they have Michael Thomas, and I mean, I know I know Foster Moreau um, dropped the game-winning touchdown, which kind of. Kind of sucks, and I feel bad for him being like an LSU guy, but I don't know. I just don't. Even though he's kind of sucked, what I do, I trust Derek Carr or Gardner Minshew more. I'm probably gonna trust Carr more in one of these games, so I am gonna take uh, the Saints to win. Saints have kind of been one of those teams that, like every week, if it's a close game, I'm gonna take him and give him the benefit of doubt for absolutely no reason.
0: I'm the exact opposite. I have yeah. Not given them the so I am of the gonna doubt take the Saints. At all. Move on to the Texans Panthers. That one being our last noon game of the week. Um, listen, I like the Texans a lot more. I didn't realize this is the number one and number two pick yeah, going at it. Young... That's why I was saying that it was Stroud like a and big story Young. Story young. So a pretty good game, or a pretty, I guess, good storyline for that game. Anyway, I'm gonna take Stroud. I think the Texans get it done. I he's looked, he's obviously looked a little bit better this year uh, with the numbers he's been able to put up. So I'm gonna take uh, the Texans. I think, uh, I think I trust them a little bit more as of right now. T- are the Panthers still winless?
2: Uh, Pan- yeah, Panthers are own. Yeah, yeah, Panthers are own. Six. I'm taking Texans too.
1: Give me. They're coming up. Looks better. Yeah. A little bit more weapons. I think on that team.
0: Coming off the bye week for the Panthers, they're looking for that first win still, and this would be a great time to do it against the former uh, these former number one and over overall two pick. So uh, give me the Texans.
2: Yeah, the Panthers are also just really banged up. I mean, Tank Dell is also questionable in this game, but just like offensively, Texans are averaging forty more yards per game, and I don't, I don't know. I feel like this could be a toss up game.
1: I can see the Panthers sneaking up on them. Yeah, again. and the
2: problem is the Panthers. No, me too. Uh, unfortunately, the Panthers were my NFC South uh, winner. Before <laughs> the. I thought Bryce Young was going to play great, but the. I don't know. Um, uh, Nick, uh, Reich. Frank Reich. That's Frank their head coach. Yeah, yeah. Frank, Frank Reich just hasn't really implemented that good of a system. I think uh, Adam Thielen's been a surprise. My heart. My gut. Are you talking about for the Panthers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it
0: was. Uh,
1: Frank Reich is the uh, Houston coach, isn't he?
0: No, that's... I could have sworn that it's... D'Amico, it's D'Amico Ryan. D'Amico Ryan is is the the Texans. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's what I was saying. Panther's head coach. Why am I just blanking on his name? It's Frank Reich. It is?
2: Yeah, 100%. Okay, yeah. That's that's what I was saying. But, like, my... gut is like my heart's telling me the Panthers but my gut's telling me the Texans so I am gonna I am gonna ride with the Texans but if we came back here in a week and the Panthers win and like Adam Thielen puts up 200 yards two touchdowns I wouldn't be surprised but I am gonna take the Texans in this one
0: we'll start things off now at our three o'clock slate so we'll move on to Browns and Seahawks in Seattle at 305 this weekend the only 305 game Ooh, um Browns It's it's in Seattle yeah, it is in Seattle. So Browns, they uh had the number one scoring defense up until last week and they gave up a lot of points to the Colts. At like thirty eight or something. Thirty, yeah, thirty eight. Uh Seahawks, they've uh did they win last week? Yeah.
2: The Seahawks won twenty to
0: ten. Yeah. Oh right. Against the Cardinals. So they're coming off a win as well as the Browns. This is uh this is a tricky one. I don't know on this one. Seahawks are at home, so you like that for them. Mm-hmm. Uh Brown's roster is a little bit more talented. We don't know about Deshaun Watson. I'm gonna go Seahawks. I was gonna say. I was just gonna say. With that being said, I think I trust Geno Smith versus the question mark at quarterback for the Browns. So mm-hmm. let me get let me get the Seahawks. I'm going
1: Seahawks. Shout out Draven.
0: So Yeah. Not not here today, but we would we picked him for you. Mm-hmm. Only because um, you're
1: not here. I don't know, man. Like Seahawks a, defense is underrated too. I think.
2: Mm, give me the Browns. Which,
0: yeah, I I think, this, this is, is a I'm gonna take the
2: Browns just because of how like uh, it, how much of a game changer Miles Garrett is, and we saw him almost single handedly win that game last week versus the Colts. Mind you, I think yeah. the Seahawks are a little bit better, but with how banged up that offensive line is, I don't know. I think I think it also kind of hinges on if uh, Kareem Hunt plays because. Jerome Ford is doubtful. Kareem Hunt is questionable. So they're relying on whoever their third-string running back is at this point. Yeah. Um, but I am going to take the Browns in this one. Uh, I think it's going to be one of those games, those little scoring like 19-17 to 17 games. I think the defense bounces back against the Seahawks.
0: That's a pretty fair take for that one, kind of a toss-up game in Seattle. We'll move on to probably the game of the week in my eyes, and that is the Bengals traveling up to Santa Clara to take on the 49ers, a really important game. For the Bengals and the Niners coming off of, what is that, two straight losses now? Mm-hmm. They're going to be looking pretty hungry and looking for that, that sixth win. So two pretty important. Ooh, this is a tough one. Two important games for these guys.
2: Oh, this is tough. I think it's almost like, I don't know, you talk about like a midseason Super Bowl and stuff like that. Yeah. These are must-win games for these teams. For these teams, Because yeah. if you're the Niners, you drop three straight. And the NFC, you drop three straight, and
0: you're not getting the one seed.
2: And honestly, probably, I so. probably. I mean, I think I don't think the Eagles are going, to. and you probably are going to drop another one along the way. Exactly. And then for the Bengals, you got to get back to 500. Mm-hmm. I think I, if they're not already 500, I uh, think they're three and me. three right now. Uh, they are three and three. So right. if you get that, you're four and three. Four and three is a lot different than three and four. Yeah, it is. They right? are two, and they started off really, really poorly. But I don't know, man. <sighs>
0: Yeah, this is tough. This is, this is a tough one. Because um, it's, you know, you know, at any point, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase could connect for a, a big play. But then again, looking on the other side, it's the Niners defense who's been really good all year, at least for the most part. So a tough game. I'm going to go Niners. Okay. I, yeah, it's, it's tricky, man.
1: It is tricky. I'm going to go Niners. Um, I just, it's, it's the safe pick. I think mm-hmm. Niners is a safe pick, but I can, is safe see, pick. I can see the Bengals taking that game.
0: It's in San Fran. It is in it is in San Fran. It is on the I'm Bay go area. Niners. So, it'll be uh probably a little bit warmer weather, which I guess the Bengals don't usually play with at that at this time of the year. So, with that being said, all the uncertainties of Brock Purdy, the the pass rush. I think I am too going to go the Niners. I think uh I like that matchup, that pass rush of the bank or the uh Niners D-line on the Bengals O-line. It's Orlando Brown going to be matched up with those edge rushers and all those all those guys. So I think I'm going to rock with the Niners. I think that pass rush gets home one too many times for, for Burrow to pull it out. I guess I'm just
2: a contrarian today. I am going to go with the Bengals. I think yeah. this is a statement game for, for Burrow and with Trent Williams. Listen, it all comes down to is Trent Williams going to play? Because if Trent Williams plays, that is going to play a huge factor in this game because – Trey Hendrickson, I think is one of the most underrated players in the entire NFL. I think he's a top six, seven pass rusher in the entire league. like he is very, very very scary. I don't know. I think uh when you look at trends and stuff like that, the first the last of the last five, the, their wins, they scored 30, 35 and 42 in their losses. They scored 17 and 17. I don't know. I think that uh, I think it'll be a high-scoring game. I think it'll be in the twenties or the thirties. But I don't know. Give me, give me Burrow to make a statement. I mean, he's been playing great his last three. Yeah, weeks. Yeah, he
0: hasn't been playing bad. It's just been kind of him coming back off that injury and dealing with some other uncertainties. I just typed Burrow instead of Bengals. Burrow to win it himself, and we'll yeah. move on to the uh, the last. Or no, there's two more. The second to last three twenty-five game, the Chiefs and Broncos. This probably shouldn't be. A discussion
2: Does Mahomes move to or do the Chiefs move to 16 or 17 and 0 versus yeah, so the Broncos in the, the last 17? If the Chiefs
0: win this game, it would be eight and a half years officially that they will go without losing to the Broncos. And I think they get to that mark. I think yeah. this is a, a team that's looking really hot right now, like the best team in the league. And I think they're going to show it again. So give me Kansas City. I, I don't think that's uh, going to be a close one,
2: Gabe.
1: Yawning over here, board. Oh, yeah. um Well, I'm yawning because this game's going to be a blowout. I oh think. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're going we're going cheese.
0: And uh, I'm pretty sure that's uh, going to be a sweet from Dom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll move on to Ravens Cardinals. The last 325 game officially. Ravens got a big win over the Lions last week, and they're playing the not so hot Cardinals. I think this is a pretty easy win for those guys. Uh, those guys being the Ravens. So give me Lamar and the Ravens. I I <laughs> I like them a whole lot better than Josh Dobbs and the Cardinals. Yeah.
2: We're going Ravens. Uh, yeah, we're going to go to the Ravens. Uh, mm-hmm. But spread the yawning over me. Yeah, I, I, think this is a, I think this is the game that um, I think the Ravens actually have to win kind of big. I know that's kind of a weird thing to say, but, like, their wins that they have, like yeah. an eight-point win over the Titans. They won insanely big last week, and they won insanely big over the Browns. But you only won by three against the Bengals as well. Um, I don't know. I think great teams blow out or handedly I think they need to handle the Cardinals like very, Fair. very easily. It's not a stressful game for them, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Ravens.
0: Uh, on our Sunday night game, we have the Bears Chargers.
2: <sighs> Who is scheduling prime time games? Yeah, that's an
0: <laughs> awful, awful prime time game. Chargers are at home.
2: Going Chargers.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess Chargers kept it close with Kansas City for a while. What are you thinking, Dom?
2: I don't know. Um, this is one of those games. Yeah, that, like, it is one of those games. It's, it is one of the games in NFL history.
0: It's um, about all we'll be remembered for.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think. So, Fields is 100% back, so it's not going to be mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm still going to take the
0: Chargers. Yeah, I, don't, I was going to say, I don't think that really changes too much. I think I like that. Uh, I think
2: so. I think that Fields – I think Fields keep a minute. I think it's a close game. That's. I, like, I
0: don't – I mean – I, I was going to pick the Chargers regardless of, of Fields being back or not. And, okay, obviously it makes a difference between him or Badgett in there, but uh, I don't think it's one big enough to overcome the the numbers that Herbert's going to put up on that defense. So give me the Chargers. I think that's a I sweep mean, could, there. Talk about Fields putting up numbers on that
2: awful pass defense. I mean, DJ Moore could go crazy. Darnell Mooney. That's true. I don't know.
0: And then lastly, we will finish off our game predictions with the Monday night game that is 7:15 Raiders and Lions in Detroit. Uh <laughs> Not another bad primetime game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why Bengals Niners isn't a primetime game, but whatever. I'm not the one scheduling these. Uh, listen, the Lions need to come back, or they need to bounce back win, and I think this is the perfect team to play to get it. Yes. They're at home. You want to get back to what six and two? Give me the Lions.
1: Also going Lions.
0: Yeah. I I was like, how do the
2: Raiders have three wins? They've beat the Broncos by one. They beat the Packers by four, and they beat the Pats by four. Uh, Yeah, give me the Lions and (laughs) Uh, the ball. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, no,
2: it's just like the – I don't know. I also just think McDaniels – I don't know. I think McDaniels is 100% on the hot seat. Like how they're mismanaging – like this team a year ago was projected to at least compete in the West, and a year removed, McDaniels has done nothing. Devontae Adams isn't happy. They're not trading him. Yeah, The whole Chandler Jones situation. I don't know.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely a rough go at it these last couple of years for the Raiders, but I think that is going to wrap up our Week 8 uh, Week Eight podcast this week. So it's been uh, pretty fun predicting games. We will be back same time, same place next week. Our Week 8 kicks off tomorrow. So thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week on the Whole 9 Yards.